meeting call to order hello Yay. hello hello hi welcome to the halloween special the halloween special episode guys Ooh. i'm excited we have a sugar cookie in our system a halloween sugar cookie a halloween sugar cookie we're feeling good yeah. we have a little halloween butt plugs up our ass right now okay uh it's been less than a minute <laughs> Just kidding. I'm feeling a little spooky. I'm feeling spooky. A little spooky in the bookie. <laughs> <laughs> no! Anyways, hi guys. Welcome to our Halloween episode, episode seven. Episode seven. We um we got a lot of comments in regards to the QA episode, just about you guys hearing what we had to say, answering your guys' questions. So we hope we answered everything. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Yeah, let us know if you want us to do another one of those next season. Because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we won't. It's never happening again. You anyways, get one and done. Anyways. All right, Danny, what is on the agenda for today's episode? For today's agenda, we're going to start by talking about some of our favorite Halloween and horror movies, what gets us in the mood to be spooky, Ooh. you know, something that gets us in the fall mood. Um, and then we're going to do a Tudor Boot segment, but focusing on Halloween couples costumes. Oh, God. We have strong opinions on that. We have a strong opinion on that. Then we're going to get into a discussion about what we believe in when it comes to the supernatural that's going to be a really spooky discussion. Um, and then we're going to do an educational sleep paralysis discussion. Yeah, because that is the real life horror. That's spooky. That, that is, is real spooky. life horror. We're going to talk about the types of sleep paralysis, our own experience with sleep paralysis. Yes. I'm scared. Um, and then we're going to get into, lastly, some fun Halloween stories. Keep it lighthearted and yeah. on a non-scary note so you can sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our episode for this well, week let's get to it let's hope you guys enjoy let's danny start it. us off okay so first we're going to talk about our favorite halloween and horror movie reviews so omar what movies are you watching to get you into the halloween mood okay so my first one for sure um i think it's an underrated movie but i absolutely love it i think it's so fun i love um the haunted mansion <gasps> The Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. I just rewatched that movie earlier this year, not during Halloween, in like June, but I loved it. I, so I love it so much. I think it's funny because uh, when I talk about like me and my siblings saying like we weren't really like Disney people, we had The Haunted Mansion on CD and we would always watch it. So that's like Damn. the only movie that we can all relate to. The Haunted Mansion, if you haven't seen it before, it's with Eddie Murphy and basically he's a real estate agent in, I don't know where, um, I think somewhere like in the Midwest. He's a real estate agent mm -hmm. and so... He um, he gets a call about somebody wanting to sell the, his house. Him and his wife are both agents and they sell together. And basically they get invited to this beautiful like mansion, super haunted, super creepy. And in like in summary, the reason why they were invited to this house is because Eddie Murphy's wife in the movie was um, what is it kind of like she gets possessed. No, but it's because she is. She's oh, she resembles. She she the was like old... the grand like the granddaughter or like fifth generation something something mm -hmm. the the wife of the house. She resembled the lady of the house. Yes, who was actually killed um, by by the what is it? <laughs> we are not explaining the plot yeah. of this movie right now. Just a little, just briefly. So it's a really good movie. She was. Um, 
she was killed by the guy who manages the house uh, because basically he didn't want the prince to like sell the house, move away and stuff like that. Anyways, so there's a lot of spirits. There's a lot of ghosts. Um, it inspired that ride, uh, the Haunted Mansion ride in Disneyland. Aren't they taking it down, though? They better not be. I heard they were taking it down. I love that ride. I want to I wanna go on that. Anyways, so that is my first um, Halloween movie. Like, if I'm going to watch a Halloween movie... It's Haunted Mansion. To get in the spirit, it's Haunted Mansion. I my love favorite, it. My favorite scene from that movie is when they're in the crypt. Mm. I've always wanted to go in there. In the what? In the crypt. What's that? It's like the in the graveyard. Remember when they go in the oh, crypt yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the kid has to go in? And, and she, she has to go swim in, like, swim in yeah. the water to get the key. I just... I like that. My favorite one is when they're dancing in the ballroom and all the ghosts pop up and they're having like a whole like medieval like um, a dinner, a ball ball, mm. like a medieval ball. That's part of the ride. Yeah. So cute. So um, yeah, that's my first one. What about you? My first movie that I watch whenever I want to get in the spooky mood is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Tell me about it because I've never heard about Ugh. this. So the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a musical. It's a, it's a movie, but it's a musical that came out in the 70s, I believe. And it basically follows this couple who get storm. Their, their car breaks down in a storm and they go to this giant mansion in the middle of the woods because... They're, they're stuck. Their car is broken down. They can't go anywhere. So they knock on the door. This creepy butler lets them in. They go into this ballroom. And basically this couple has to survive a night in this house with all these crazy ghouls. And then the main person of this house is a mad scientist, alien, transgender, Ooh. like, being. And they sing the entire time. And it's so good. Sing? They sing. They're literally, it's a musical. Like, it's amazing. A Halloween musical with a transgender alien. Yes. Now that's gay. It's good. I love it. I want to have a Rocky Horror Picture Show like Halloween party next year. Let's do it. It's so good. But that's my first favorite Halloween movie to get me in that spooky that's mood. That's cute. It's a must. Ooh. I'm going to put y'all We should on. have that. We should have that for next year's theme. I love that. Period. Okay. What's your second movie? My second movie is going to be Coco. I absolutely love Coco. It's not like Rocky or, or like horror or um, like real like Halloween. It's um, it's about Dia de los Muertos and it's part of my culture. So I'm sure everybody has seen Coco. But for those who have ha have not, Coco is based about this little town in Mexico and they make guitars like that is what they're known for. A lot of towns in Mexico, they're known for like making specific things. Um, and, you know, that's kind of how they contribute to their neighborhood. So Coco is met about this family who makes guitars and are into music. And basically it's before Dia de los Muertos. This little boy, um, he wants to be a musician like his grandfather but his grandfather was disowned um and so he like makes a wish so that he can be a musician and then he ends up like going to the other side so it's like a whole thing i absolutely love coco i um i think it's so inspirational uh one two it highlights my culture um in a very positive way a lot of people here in the states like they really um i remember like coco blowing up and so many people going to watch it and then um basically like trying to make ofrendas and stuff like that and so an ofrenda is basically it's like an altar um the next day 
uh, after Halloween, you kind of make an altar for those people who have passed away in your life. It's so so much color, so, so vibrant. So I love Coco. I think it's it's not like a true Halloween movie, but um, it's like it kind of resembles that, like, you know, the Halloween era. And so I love it. I remember the first time I watched it, I cried like a little baby. <laughs> it's so cute, is it not? I honestly, it is a really cute movie. It got a little music in it. It's a I little I love musical. the music. Honestly, the music in Coco is one of my favorite. Remember me. Oh, my God. That makes me cry. <laughs> and everybody, we all got abuelas like that. Yeah. I, I have an abuela like that, too. So, when, so I, when I watched it and he's singing to her, I was crying. <laughs> My abuela's not that old, but <laughs> so that's my second one. What about you? My second movie. It's not just one movie. It's um, a series of movies. It's five movies to be exact. It's the Twilight series. Oh, my God. Every fall, whenever it gets chilly, it drops below 70 degrees. I'm watching the Twilight series. There's vampires. There's werewolves. There's drama. It's moody. It's cloudy. How can that not put you in the fall spirit? If, and I'm not going to explain the Twilight series. If you don't know what the Twilight series is, I don't know. You're there. You you need help. It's Die. far gone. It's my favorite movies. I think I rewatch the Twilight series like twice a year. I know you're a, you you religiously watch the Twilight I series. I love Twilight. Okay, the question is: Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? You know what? Growing up, I was Team Jacob Tell for me why. for the reason because he was brown and me. I'm brown. Me. Literally, no. Me. Literally, that was yeah. it. I yeah. was like, you know what? He's brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm you know brown. he's actually white. Is he white? He's not brown. Both of his parents are white. Um, I'll pull it up. Nah, right now. I need an ancestry DNA because <laughs> that boy is gay. <laughs> how, does they, how do they say it? And I believe it. No. Um. Yeah, I used to be Team Jacob, and mm-hmm. because he would always have his shirt off, <laughs> so I was living for that. Right. Um. But no, I'm definitely Team Edward. Like glistening when he hits, like when the sun hits him. He um. He did a lot of things for the coach. And, <laughs> you know, so I'm Team Edward. What about you? I'm Team, I was the same way. I was Team Jacob when I was younger just because, like, he was, he looked brown and he was just the hotter one in my eyes at, you know, whenever those movies came yeah, out. Yeah, now, now we're all like pale Pete Davidson look. I eat, just think eat that, that shit up. Yeah, I think Edward. Jacob was just dumb and toxic and. Edward is just, he's just so much more romantic and less aggressive. Maybe it's just the aggressive energy. I don't like that. And what? And spooky. Oh, spooky. Yeah, he is a bit more spooky. What does he give like Scorpio energy low key? Oh, yeah. You know what um, Jacob gives off? Aries energy. You think so? I think so. I believe it. All right. What's your third movie? I act like Bella Swan now that I think about it. You have a what? I said I act like Bella Swan now that I think about it. (laughs) Her man didn't call her back until this bitch jumped off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) right no me no me no me no now i relate (laughs) i love (laughs) i love those movies anyways (laughs) anyways my next halloween movie okay think about it let me let's before i say this Mm -hmm. have open ears and open eyes okay my next halloween movie is mean girls now wait a minute mean girls okay listen (laughs) is that a halloween movie let's think about it one it's a melodrama two they, what is it? Caddy, Katie, Katie is <laughs> playing this fake character. She's having, she's wearing a costume the whole movie, trying to portray something she's not the mm-hmm. whole movie. And then after this movie, she finally like finds herself. And wouldn't you say when we are dressing up for Halloween, we are dressing up to be somebody we're not. 
<laughs> right? One, two. They had a Halloween party in like the second half of the movie. And that was literally like the best scene ever when they went to the Halloween party. Uh-huh. And Karen, was it Karen? Karen. Karen, she had a little K on her chest. And they had like the most iconic lines ever. It's true. What is it also not considered a Christmas movie? You know what? It's an all-season movie. I think so, too. It's an all-season movie. Because they do do a Halloween party, but there's also, like, the talent show at the end where they're in the Santa Claus costumes You know doing what? Dance. You got me there. You know what? It's a two-for-one. It's, it's a two-for-one. Two one. Watch but it October and December. Yeah, like, Mean Girls, like, when I think about a Halloween party in a movie or, like, an iconic Halloween scene, I think of Mean Girls. It's true. I'm a mouse. Duh. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is literally iconic. Yeah, that's true. And what does she say? Um, when Katie, she dresses up for Halloween and they're like, what are you supposed to be? A zombie bride? And she goes, an ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to consider Mean Girls a Halloween movie. It has a little Halloween in it. So that's enough for me. Okay. What's your last one? My last um, Halloween movie is Edward Scissorhands. Ooh. I love it. First of all, the main reason why I love Edward Scissorhands is because the town seems so fake. Like, have you seen Edward Scissorhands? I actually haven't. I've always You've been. You've never no, seen I've it? I've been interested in watching it. But I, you know what? I'm not. I don't really watch a lot of Johnny Depp movies. That one, I think it's one of my favorite Johnny Depp movies. Because he's, he's so not like characters that he usually portrays. Like, he barely talks the whole movie. Really? He's just like this very soft-spoken. Like eerie, soft-spoken. Yeah. And he's quiet. spooky. He looks scary. Honestly, like, I can't stare at him for too long in that movie. Ew. But I just like the storyline. It's romantic. There's drama. The town looks so perfect and fake. It's like, it, it gives off Truman Show vibes. Mm. But, like, spooky. And I love that. Because like I love the eerie. Truman Show. Okay. But yeah, that's my third favorite one. I'm always going to watch that when it comes Halloween time. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Noted. Noted. I'll watch it. <laughs> you need to watch all of these. Literally. Okay. Why well, watch Twilight? All of them. All of them, bitch. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'm a fan. I'm not a fake fan. Okay. Good. Let's hope not. <laughs> part one. Part one. What, what is it? Um, Breaking, Breaking Dawn. Dawn. Part one was probably my favorite. Did you see it in theaters? Um, I did not. Okay. No, I didn't see it in theaters, but Breaking Dawn Part 1 was probably my favorite one so far. I think the most, it's funny because like you can see the budget within the movies themselves because the first movie is so horrible. There's like a blue hue throughout the whole film. I love the first one. It's so horrible, but like in a good way. (laughs) Um, Well, that concludes our Halloween themed horror movies uh, to get us in the spirit for Halloween. What Mm -hmm. is our next segment? Our next segment segment, we're going to do a Tudor boot couples costumes edition. We're coming for y'all. Let's get into it because I'm irritated. We're going to release this Monday morning before you guys go out. um, (laughs) To go to your parties. To go to your little Monday parties so that if you guys hear this, change. Change. (laughs) Have a backup. Anyways. I don't know what to tell you because these costumes are not going to be it. And okay. some will. What's your first one? Um, The cop and the prisoner. Oh, God. That's a huge boot. boot. I think it's tacky. You think it's tacky? I think it's tacky. I don't think it's original. And I'm not coming here for originality. I just, it's ugly. <laughs> no, I want originality. Give me something. I, I just don't like it. Like, if you're going to do, like, one of those cliche, like, things like a cop and an inmate it's just ne- it never looks good like the costumes always look super cheap it's never done yeah, well maybe yeah. that's my issue with it it's never done well but how do you do like a cop and an inmate well you though? just don't 
just mm. don't why would you dress like that why would you in 2022 dress- you're gonna dress as a cop that's what i'm saying why would you want to dress up as a cop in 20- no. grow up no nope girl now that's the horror in itself that's true <laughs> all right next the next one um this is kind of this kind of relates to uh your halloween party that you had yeah danny's uh 23rd bad witch bash yes so um and then a couple showed up as Anthony Bridgerton and Kate Sharma. From oh my God! Bridgerton. Okay, and then we also have to mention that they did win the costume uh, the contest. costume contest award. Yeah, we got, had a costume contest last night. They literally got a trophy for the yeah, costume. Everybody out, voted. Shout out Setu and Adnan. They ate. That was so cute. That was such a cute costume. Setu's dress and her shoes. Did you see her shoes? I did. The attention to detail was ridiculous. <laughs> Those shoes were cute. They're so cute. They're, Anyways, they're part of the Ginger Minge collection. <laughs> They were giving ginger mint. <laughs> Anyways. That one is a big toot for me. That's a big toot. I literally yeah. screamed when she told me that that's what they were going to dress up as. And then when I saw it in person, I was like. <gasps> it was so cute. No, it, it was, was cute. It was adorable. And if you don't, it's like not easily recognizable. I wouldn't say like off the top of my head. A lot of I, people I noticed it. Only cultured people know. Period. That's all I have to say. Yeah, no, I did notice it. We always said that set two looks exactly like Kate. Not Kate. Kate's sister. Who was her sister? Her younger sister. Mm, I don't know. I've never watched Bridgerton. Bitch. What? Uh, but I'm saying that I, I know it. You know. I know. You I got the reference. That's why I'm like, yeah, eight. It was so cute. Period. Anyways, next one. Toot. Toot. Okay, next one. Daphne and Fred from Scooby-Doo. I think this one's cute. I This is a toot for me. I'm going to say a toot as well. Yeah. I'm Velma, but I'm going to say toot. <laughs> No, literally, in that whole situation, I'm the Velma. But this, I like Daphne and Fred because most of the time it looks good. You don't need those tacky, like, spirit Halloween costumes to do no. it. You can do it with, like, things from your house. And they just look good all the time. I'm, I'm mostly speaking on behalf of the Daphne. I was going to say, The I'm Daphne's like, always get it. They go for it. For real, for real. And go-go boots are in right now. So, so like, those chunky go-go boots. So, that's all you really need. That I just and, like a purple and a red hair. Yeah, that, that's and gorgeous. Like, you should dye your hair red. Gorgeous. Should I? You should. I don't know about that. Oh my god, that'd be fun. I'm scared. <gasps> How exotic would you like? <laughs> <laughs> okay, two burglars. Oh, people who dress up as burglars, like couples who dress up in like black and white, uh, like burglar suits and a then beanie they, and those a little beanie masks. and a hat, and they call it a day or like a pillowcase. I just think it's lazy. Boot. Boo. Boo. It's lazy. And I get it if you don't want to put effort. Like, if you're not those type of people, fine. This is just my our opinions. Yeah. I think it's lazy. I don't like it. Anyways. Next. Purge. Uh, the Purge. Purge couples mm. costumes. This is a huge boot. I'm going to say boot. First of all, I don't like the movie. I think it's weird. I like the movies. I think it's weird. And I think it's weird that pe- when people talk about it in the real life, like, have you ever spoken to somebody and they're like, we just like need to have a purge. Like. No? Um, what the yeah. fuck? I, I've heard multiple people say, like, let's just have a purge. And I'm like, mm, you, you scare me. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. The movie's kind of weird to me. And like, I think the costumes are weird. Just, it's weird vibes. I just, first, it was cute. Like, the whole purge costume, couples costume thing. Like, it was cute after the first movie. But it's been years. Like, no. I, I think it's lazy. And I also just, I, I roll my eyes at it. I really do. I don't like it. I'm going to boot. 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 Sorry. Next, uh, Playboy Bunny and Hugh Hefner. Here's my thing. I have a, I'm going to do a half toot. I was going to say, didn't you do this? No. You didn't? No, I've never done this. Huh. I feel like I've seen Edgar in a Playboy Bunny. No, Edgar has never dressed huh. up in Hollywood before. This is the first year he's ever dressed up. I liked his costume this year. It was cute. Huh? It was funny. <laughs> no, but Playboy Bunny and Hugh Hefner, uh, this is a half toot. 
and I'm gonna explain why. Half toot because the girl always looks bomb and the guy always just looks in boxers and a silky. It just looks like he just looks like a dick. Maybe switch it up. <laughs> he just looks like a douche. Maybe and switch I, it up. I don't like it. Like whenever I see a pretty girl, Playboy Bunny, and then like her boyfriend's the Hugh Hefner, I just feel bad for the girl the entire time. Let's do it. Let's switch it up. I'll be the Playboy Bunny. That's and you, cute. And you can be Hugh. Wait, that's kind of cute. I can be me in a corset. <laughs> Did you cinch? Yeah, a little. A little. <laughs> what's What's your take on that? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say boot. I think it's overplayed out it's I definitely always overplayed. see it it's a safe option though and it's always white people doing it oh Ooh. Ooh. anyways next morticia and gomez adams oh i love this every yeah. single time every single I time too. i love it because people get it for one and it's just it's nice to look at like morticia's hot gomez yeah. with the pinstripe suit like i love the vibe it's spooky it's halloween it's very clear what you are it's you have to put a little bit of effort into it so it screams a little bit of originality i like it i feel like every time i see morticia and gomez the girls who dress up are as morticia are bad bitches like always they never miss i've never seen an ugly morticia and yeah, costume like they ever. never miss it's true i love it it's so easy to look hot in Maybe that too. Maybe because brown. Yeah. <laughs> Gomez, <laughs> exactly. We, is she not brown too? That's what I'm saying. They're both Gomez. Wait, never mind. It's, hold up. It's Adams. Adams is their last name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, in the remake, they're brown now. They are. Jenna Ortega, yeah. But they, I, they said that they've always been brown. I remember Jenna Ortega talking about that. Really? Yeah. More Jenna Ortega praise period, on the podcast. Period. Anyways. Um, I'm gonna say toot. Yeah, I love that toot. Toot, for sure. Okay, Harley Quinn and the Joker. Boot. Boot. I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm just tired of seeing it. Mm, I'm not a fan. Right? Mm-mm. I I. It just never looks good. Yeah, it's never done well. That's maybe that's my issue with it. Like you could be the baddest bitch, but if you're doing the Harley Quinn costume, like it's There's, just not a good costume. Um, I've seen bad bitches do like good Harley Quinn costumes, like Megan the Stallion did a good one. But like um uh, people on the street, I have not seen a good one. And I feel like <laughs> the Joker, they're usually like the Joker makeup isn't good. He just looks dirty. I've seen a good Joker, like have their makeup done, but it was a girl and she did it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. maybe it just needs the roles need to be men. switched. If you're gonna do a couple's costume, yeah. don't do it with a guy because they just ruin it. Period. Maybe that's what Praise it is. Praise on that. Next, Bo- Beetlejuice and Lydia. Okay, I've never seen Beetlejuice, so I have no idea. Okay, it. Okay, here's my opinion. Beetlejuice and Lydia is a big boot for me because in the movie, Beetlejuice is this demon thing thing right he's like 40 years old he's nasty he's missing teeth he's missing hair he's this gross looking demon right lydia is a 14 year old girl Ew. and people dress up like that as a couple's costume and in the movie beetlejuice is very like he makes sexual innuendos towards lydia no. he marries her in the movie like it, and that's what they dress up as her in her wedding dress a red wedding dress oh i think i have seen this then and it's creeps me out so much when i see it i'm like did you guys watch the same movie i did like when i watched Beetlejuice, i was like ew this I, dude is like 40 talking to a little winona Ryder was in it she was uh-huh, a child okay okay yeah then i know which i know what costume you're talking like, about I, I don't understand why you would dress up as a, a little pre like a preteen girl and a 40 year old man and be like oh look at our couple's costume well like, that's like you have to earn a playboy and playboy bunny exactly it's just like <laughs> icky it's just ew 
I don't like it. I don't care if it looks good. I I don't. It's nasty. I'm going to think about the movie and how gross it was. Sorry. Next one. A little bit more 530. The deer (laughs) and the hunter. (laughs) 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 The camo print already. I don't don't like this. It's a boot for me. It's a boot. A deer and a hunter. (sighs) It just screams the wrong. Like when I see that, I'm like, I know exactly what kind of couple you are. I'm sorry. Personally, I would never ever allow my boyfriend to to do that like i i just think it screams a lot about the relationship it's not a full costume if he doesn't have tobacco in his mouth right (laughs) (laughs) boot yeah boot i don't like that one next one and it's not always done well so i don't know britney uh britney spears and justin timberlake at the what was it the vmas the vmas they're all denim look i don't I'm going to say it's a boot. I feel like a lot of people think that they can get it down and do it, but I don't see it being executed well. I'm going to disagree. I think it's a toot. Really? I, even though it's not done well, everybody knows exactly what it is. It's like, if you're wearing all denim on Halloween, it's like, I know exactly what you are. That's so cool. And I don't see it a lot. Mm. I don't see it a lot. People Mm. have to have money or put in a lot of effort to do something like that. An all denim look? Are you serious? I guess. An all denim gown? I love it. Huh. I'm into it. Eh. Eh. Well, that wraps up our tuna <laughs> boot segment. Sorry if we said your Halloween costume for today. Anyways. We don't mean anything. We're not going to say anything if you dress up as a deer and a hunter. And you're not going to tell me anything either. Ooh, <laughs> oh, my God. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, bitches. <laughs> Anyways, um, on to a little bit more spooky things. Let's get into the more spooky horror topics of our podcast. This next podcast is Do You Believe in Supernaturals? So we are going to go ahead. We're going to ask each other a couple of um, which supernatural things we believe in if we don't and have a little discussion. Yeah. Danielle, the first one. Okay. Do you believe in witches? I need some some explanation because in my experience in my past i don't know much about witchcraft mm-hmm. like i i don't know i know in mexican t- culture this thing is very prevalent and i want you to speak on that and maybe shed some light because personally i i don't know i have no experience with it i don't know if i believe it or not so first of all um american horror story season three oh coven eight. coven, coven. one of the i best. loved it um i think leslie jordan was in that Les- was he in that mm-hmm. he made a little guest appearance mm-hmm. um when it comes to witches i absolutely believe in witches it is um it is a huge thing within the latino community having brujas is as they call them mm-hmm. you know witches being very prevalent in our culture as to more being like natural healers or people like putting hexes on you um, and I think it goes around all, you know, all different areas. Like it's not just Mexicans. Mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, black people talk about, you know, black magic and, and witches and in their own form of way. And then white people talk about it and it being very prevalent and concentrated like in Salem. Mm-hmm. So when I think of witches, I absolutely love witches. I've always been fascinated with that. When growing up, I would always watch Charmed. Do you know what Charmed is? Yeah, that's a I CBS would, show. I would always watch Charmed, and I was like so obsessed with them. I wanted to be them. Um, so, and then as I got older, I remember like at a certain time in my life, I was looking up like witch spells, like and oh stuff my like God, that, Omar. and I was practicing them. 
Oh, your poor mother. She's yeah. going to have a heart attack. Yeah, no, she don't know. But I remember oh like God. being like really interested in witchcraft. Like it just for some Bitch. reason it intrigues me so much. I think it's so interesting. Um, but I'm you know, scared. going back to huh? I'm scared. Going back to like <laughs> uh, witchcraft within the Latino community, like it's very real. Like if you drive off Victory Boulevard up here, mm-hmm. you will see a sign of which is literally like um, advertising their work. <gasps> They be, it's not like anything crazy, but you can ask them for like crazy or stuff. Like there's a lot of witches who will um, do a little bit more darker things, but like something as simple as a limpia, which is in English is a cleaning. Uh-huh. And basically it's like an egg, like an egg cleaning. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they have advertisements for that up the street. Yeah. That's so Yeah, funny. they advertise for limpia. It's five bucks right now. I oh, thought shit. Of, I thought about calling her. <laughs> um, you said, I have a lot of negative energy. Yeah, so if you don't know what a limpia is... Um, basically what it is, is it's, it even went viral on TikTok and a lot of people were doing it on TikTok. Really? Um, yeah. I Ew. remember on my TikTok, like last year it was going viral and people were doing it and then they were like, so basically when you do that, you can either crack the egg. Let me say the, what it is first mm-hmm. and then I'll go into it. Mm-hmm. So when you do Olympia, basically, um, you can do it to yourself or you can have a bruja do it. And basically what they do is they kind of grab an egg and they like rub it around your whole body to basically like pull out all the negative energies and stuff like that. And usually something like this is done because um, they say a person of like another family or somebody else like put a hex on you or put like bad intentions on you, manifested negative things to you. And so people usually get this done when they're having like very like dark moments in their life. They're getting sick. Like you just have a feeling. And I think that's very common and real like within the latino community i feel like we kind of all just have like this feeling and we're like okay we might need a limpia Mm -hmm. and so when you when they rub that egg around you they crack it and they put it in a cup and the way that it falls into the cup and the way like the because it's the little yolk and then the little white stuff what is it like the the white stuff of the egg Uh um is that the the, shells no 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 no. is it the uh what is it? This is the whites of the egg. The egg whites, basically. Yeah. Um, basically, how it, if it's like if you crack it open and the egg is red inside, that means there's somebody who like manifested death on oh you. Oh my god! Um, if it's like too, if the egg whites are like too long, I think it's like sickness. Um, if it comes out normal, that means you're fine. But basically, what happens is, uh, or what happened was, is when this TikTok trend happened. Um, a lot of people were doing it and then they were cracking the egg and posting it on TikTok. Oh, my God. And a thing you're not supposed to do is show others because it can be those manifestations and those negative, you know, um, hexes can be pushed onto the other person. Oh, so basically no. I was seeing like people posting their limpias and I was like, I shut my eyes so close. Like, you did? I was shutting my eyes because a lot of people were like posting the ones with red egg, like a oh. full bloody red egg. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so like that's not a good thing like when you do the limpia you're supposed to go throw your egg out like throw the cup away throw your egg out and like literally like don't wash the cup literally throw it all away so that is just one thing when it comes to brujeria but i mean in 
in a more positive healing aspect of it, like good brujeria energy. When I think about that and my culture, I think about these women who are doing, I call them, you know, they're like remedies. They're like natural remedies. And I, yeah. and I think that's a form of witchcraft, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. And I always taught, I always say, I think my grandma's a witch because my grandma has like these most randomest remedies that she does mm-hmm. as, you know, all these Latina, I'm yeah. sure Filipino yeah. um, Lolas do too. Yeah. Um. So my grandma just has like these remedies and I'm like, where do you come up with this shit where do you like i remember one time my sister was sick and i think my grandma she like i think i don't know if she grabbed like baking soda she grabbed like lime juice and opal she did like a little wrap put it on her legs like it was very random so i when i think about like witchcraft and stuff i think about like remedies and stuff like that yeah and so and i think it's very deep rooted in our culture not just in our culture like in different areas like i do believe that there are like sanctuary areas where you know witchcraft is more prevalent Mm -hmm. and you know the energy energies i'm a big believer in energies you know what i'm saying the energies like there is a lot of like supernatural or there's locations that have a lot of supernatural energy Mm -hmm. to it and i don't think that's a coincidence i don't think that's like um you know like all in my head Mm -hmm. i do i do believe in that and i believe you know witches are more common i think we should be scared of them but definitely too is like they i always see on tiktok if you're manifesting things in your life like manifestation is a part of witchcraft like Mm -hmm. and i'm always manifesting stuff and i I have very strong manifestations Mm -hmm. i like truly i truly believe I come from an ancestors of witches because oh? I, no, because I be manifesting like crazy. And that shit works. And it works like just little things there. Like if I really speak into existence, you said front row parking at Costco. No, I don't go to Costco. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, if I say something like it happens. And so sometimes I'm like, wait, like, am I, am I like, um, were my fucking ancestors some type of fucking witches <laughs> but anyways i'm like super interested in witchcraft i That's think it's cool. crazy but i wouldn't i did not know that about you i would not i would not practice that like i i would scare i mean i just did little spells here and there <laughs> no i did i did a little spell to get taller <laughs> 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 no i'm just kidding but i'm like super fascinated in witchcraft yeah i'm like really fascinated that's so interesting i did not know that about you thanks i really didn't know that about you what do you think I I went on a spiel. Yeah, well, you you had to because I literally don't know anything about witchcraft. Like when I was sick, we didn't have like crazy remedies. My dad never did the egg thing on us. Like yeah. when we were sick, my dad would tell us to drink water and go lay down. Like we didn't have remedies. Mm. <laughs> so I I don't know. I just don't have experience. I think I, it's I think it's crazy too because I feel like Colombia is also known for having like very um, strong supernatural areas. If mm-hmm. I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Like the mountains in Colombia. Yeah. It's, I think it's just an all around thing. Like I feel like most cultures have this kind of idolization of people who can do things that everybody else can. Yeah. And, and it depending on energies and it, it's a whole thing everywhere, which is super cool. And it's hard to avoid. I mean, mm. it's literally everywhere. Every country continent on this earth has witchcraft in some form. Yeah, definitely. It is. It is a common thing everywhere. Um, do you believe in witchcraft? Um, I'm not going to say no, but I'm not a super Firm strong, believer. I, I don't know. You know what? I do because it's not, it's not like a thing where it's like you either see it or you don't like people know how to do things and then they happen. Oh, they definitely. focus their energies and then they create something out of this. That's what it is at the end of the day. 
and Absolutely. I I don't know how you could deny that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm scared. I'm I'm. It's a little frightening. It's scared. You know what? You know what's funny? What? I remember the only like exposure I had to the Mexican culture and witchcraft was my friends growing up. And they I remember I had a friend who could not watch the Harry Potter movies because she was in a, she was a Mexican household. Her parents did not let her watch Harry Potter movies because it was witchcraft. Oh, yeah. No, a lot of Latino households are like strictly like super against that. Mm hmm. Like, they're, like, they think it's, like, the devil's work. Yeah. I'm, like, thank God. My, my mom my mom would never let me do the egg, and I would, like... Really? Uh, yeah, I remember joking about it, and because <laughs> it's, like, there's also this thing of, like, if you're practicing it, you're going to receive something back. Oh. So, like, I would always joke with my grandma and my mom, mm-hmm. and my mom would be, like, you better not be doing that type of shit in my house, because you're yeah. going to be attracting spirits, and you're no, going to, yeah. you know, like, you're going to be opening up something else. Oh, and no, yeah. Yeah, so, like, a lot of um, a lot of Mexican households are, like, nope, like, don't be doing that, or, like, don't, you know, like, just, I guess, what, what is that, supernatural? Like, what would, yeah. what, what would Harry Potter be considered? Superna- that's witchcraft and wizardry, literally. Yeah. I totally... I You're totally a wizard, see. Harry. You're a wizard. <laughs> but yeah, I I can totally see how all of that is is logical and real. So I, I, I'm going to believe it. Are you, you're you're a somewhat believer, not a firm believer, but... Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to outright deny it. There's okay. no way. All right. Well, we have uh, one and a half believers. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> on to the next supernatural discussion. Ghost. Okay, so I feel like this kind of ties into witchcraft because it's energy. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. First of all, I grew up watching Ghost Adventures. I loved Ghost Adventures. Danica, me and Danica, we still watch those like YouTubers who go to haunted places and they're like, is there anybody here? And they oh have my their, God, those are their machine, their sound I machines. I hate those. They're so horrible. It's just like, it's fascinating to me and I've seen too much and like... I've never been in a situation where I felt energies personally. Like I've never been in like this old place and like felt energies, but it just, I can totally understand how someone could feel that or how it's, it's a real thing. I can't outright deny it. I can totally, I totally believe that. You believe it? I don't, I don't believe the whole like ghost are people here who have unfinished business. Like, I don't know the whole reason why or, you know, what their deal is, Mm -hmm. but I believe in energies because of the past and what has gone down and that can be present still. I totally, totally believe in that. Hmm. What about you? Um, I'm going to say, I definitely do believe in ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, going back to it. So like when you, when you're saying like for reference or for example, like the long Island medium and the Hollywood medium, Mm -hmm. what do you think about that? I think they're fake. You think they're fake? I think mediums are liars. Liars. Ooh. You think mediums are liars? I, you know what? I can't say anything for sure. I'm not an absolute. I'm not going to speak in absolutes right now. I'm just going to say I'm a non-believer. Okay. When it comes to mediums and, oh, I, someone's here in our presence and they're doing this. Like, I don't know. I think it's all just like a feeling thing because our bodies Uh are very responsive to the environment it's in. Yeah. Our bodies know first and foremost of of anything. So you've never, like you said, you've never had like, you've never felt an energy. No. Huh. But I'm not going to outright deny that that's a feeling that most people don't get. Mm-hmm. True. I don't know. Um, I'm going to say yes. I feel like more back home mm-hmm. than now, I would feel a lot of energy presences. Like I remember living um, at my mom's old house mm-hmm. on Aspen and I would feel like energies all the time. Ew-wah. Like I would feel spirits. Ew-wah. Like 
it would be weird. Like, um, sometimes I'd feel like somebody putting pressure on me, somebody holding me down. You're crazy. What? Yeah. Are you yeah. serious? And so, yeah, no, I would, uh, I would. And I was just talking about your boyfriend who lived down the street from me. Mm-hmm. And he said he would also feel that too. See shit. And Harley was yeah, saying he was seeing yeah, shit. Yeah, Harley said he would see some shit. And it's, but I also think that, like I was saying, like one of those sanctuary spaces, mm-hmm. like, how old is this place and what what went down what here? used to be here yeah. before our homes were here you know Absolutely. what i'm saying like that home was built in the 90s like what was there before the 90s yeah i think there's so much um history on the grounds and i think like the roots and the grounds of you know where you build is very important mm-hmm. like i'm i'm like very firm on that yeah um like for me it's even till this day when i'm like moving if i don't get good spirits from a new place uh-huh. like I feel like it's funny to say but like I will walk like the apartment or I'll walk the place mm-hmm. and if I feel like a bad spirit I'm not doing it that's so cool I'm not doing it and I'm gonna I, have you go house anyway that's what me. I'm saying I feel like I have a like a little sixth sense like I have a, like that's why I'm like <laughs> wait maybe I'm a little sense. supernatural okay but but no like there was a lot of like energy mm-hmm. in my childhood home Mm -hmm. and not that they were like bad or like uh, like you know like not crazy paranormal activity shit but i definitely felt a presence there yeah mainly in my room yeah in your room mainly in my room i remember talking to my mom about it and talking to my sister about it and um i honestly felt like in that room like there was just a lot of i don't want to say dark energy but there was just a lot of strong energy and so i would definitely say yes i believe in like spirits and ghosts Mm -hmm. um because then like it's a question it's another question i think like you and i don't believe in the afterlife like Mm -hmm. going up into heaven yeah so where do these spirits go exactly not believe in spirits do you believe that we you know we run around like the grounds until we find our or what is it like we find our purpose yeah you know what i'm saying so once and it's listen and once we all kind of acknowledged it in the house like hey like i'm you know are you are you feeling understanding what i'm understanding Mm -hmm. we started to sage oh my god we started to sage our house like we like you have to accept them that's what saging is saging oh is okay we know there's spirits here you open the windows you had to have you got to have your house all clean yeah like that's another maybe it's just mexican do you think some people will listen to this podcast and turn it off because we're talking about spirits um like do you think they'll get bad energy from this it's it's spooky it's spooky it's real. yeah this is the halloween this episode this is the halloween episode so <laughs> um if you ever feel like you're having like negative spirits mm-hmm. um uh, I, I do it all the time and not even just because I have negative spirits mm-hmm. it's always good to cleanse it's always yeah. good to sage so what I do is clean my house uh, make sure everything's clean no dirty laundry no dirty like anything and open the windows and you sage and you just say I tell them and like we welcome all good spirits into this household mm-hmm. and you know like you know no negative spirits go away and so I do that. And That's pretty cool. Yeah. And because, but it's real. Like I, I really do yeah. believe in like strong um, spirit presences mm-hmm. in your households. Like you, you mean to tell me uh, the earth has been here how long, um, you know, civilization has been in our place for how long. And you mean to tell me that you're the first persons on these grounds. Like you're like, there's probably bodies under us. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, and it, I've read so many things about, um, new developments yeah. like in different cities and how like 
they're haunted totally. because they were built on you know a sacred land mm-hmm. or like somewhere where somebody died like mm-hmm. i definitely believe but going back to or staying in this saying i think we both kind of agree that we believe in spirits and we believe in ghosts yeah what about um what is it the the hotel in downtown Hotel Cecil. Hotel Cecil. That's got some bad energy what do you to think it. About that? Literally, so I used to live in downtown, right? Yes. I used to have to drive by it to go. Oh my god, it's so eerie. Yeah, I'd have to drive by it um, to go to Oslo's Vet in downtown. Oh no. When I lived there, every single time I would um, go like pa- drive past it, I would roll up my windows. I would be like, we're not doing that whole like, oh, city vibes, windows down vibes. I said, no, like, I don't want that energy in my car. I don't want that energy near me. It's just like, it's just a superstitious thing. It's a dark, cloudy energy. It's nasty. But I feel like the downtown area also has that very Very bad energy. Yeah. It's true. Like, there's a lot of negative and dark energy presences there. There is. It's nasty over there. It's hell on earth. (laughs) Well, <laughs> Hotel Cecil is. That's actually I think, crazy. It, and it's just crazy how, like, you obviously, American Horror Story kind of glamorized that phenomenon. Season five, of, Hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of people have tried to break in until this day. Like, people are still discussing, um, you know, like, staying there to see those paranormal activities. So I've seen I've seen TikToks. I've seen YouTube videos about right. it. And I'm like, ooh, child. Like, the, I, I would never practice or try to mess around like no. that. No. Um, but it's kind of scary. It's scary. Ooh, that was a good one. I'm scared. I'm scared. No, I'm scared. I feel like, I feel like we woke something up in your house. <laughs> Shut up. Don't even say that. I'm just kidding. I'm just Get kidding. that out of here. Get that out of here. Open your windows. Open the windows. No, they're burning up in here. <laughs> it's hot up in this house. Danielle got her light bill and she turned off her AC. No, literally. <laughs> we got our we got our electric bill. I said, maybe we should turn it up. No, that's a real horror in itself. <laughs> no, literally. The spookiest part of this episode is is the fucking um electric prices here in Los Angeles. That's crazy. Los no, Angeles County's out of their damn mind charging us that much. LADWP about to have another settlement. I'm gonna go burn it down. Arson. Anyways, anyways. On to our last supernatural figures. Um, duendes. So this is pretty cool because this is a thing in both of our cultures. Yes, duendes are like little goblins. Goblins, yeah. They're like little trouble-making, mischievous, mischievous goblins, but you can't see them. But sometimes you can. Have you ever seen those videos on YouTube where it's like duende caught live on camera? You're saying it too much. I've Sorry. only said it twice today. And I say, you can't be saying it like that because you're going to call it. And they're going to start grabbing your shit and hiding it from you and wanting to play. And they don't stop. Anyway, so basically what this is, it's, it's kind of like a folklore yeah. in both of our communities where it's like these little, what is, I don't want to say, is it goblins? Just say a, like little, little, a, little, a little goblin. Yeah, just say a goblin. Um, anyways, basically is if you invite them to play because they like to play technically, they will come into your house and play and like start moving your shit, hiding your shit, um, put one thing from another place, and that's how it starts off. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. Is that how it is in Mexican culture? That's how it is in our culture. Can mm-hmm. you describe it in the Filipino culture? Yeah. So from what I've learned about how they're perceived in the Philippines, is duendes are outside. They don't ever come inside. It's more of like um, 
they're they outside they live in the, in nature they live in nature and you respect nature and you respect you know their area then specific hills and specific mountains yeah it's always hills like if you see a little hill in nature you walk around it so in filipino culture it's actually really interesting they say a saying every single time you see like a little hill or a little mountain or like a home of it when they you're supposed to say something when you walk by it. Yeah. You like, say, I think you're supposed to, like, greet them, no? Or, like... You say in, oh, in no, Tagalog. The, no, oh, no. When he, I think in Spanish, you say you don't want to play. You don't want to play in yeah, Spanish? Yeah, I think I don't want to play. In Tagalog, you say, excuse me or pardon me. But they say, tabi tabi po. Which means, like, excuse me or pardon me. And you're supposed to say that when you're outside or when you're walking past those things. It's, like, a form of courtesy. A thing that people do in the Philippines is, like, when if you're out, it's mostly in the country. If you're, like, going to pee outside, you say tabi tabi po before oh, yeah, you yeah, pee. yeah, 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 Because then you could pee on a duende and then they'll ruin your life. Yeah. And it's, like, a real thing. Like, it's... It's more so just like it starts, like you said, like little mischievous little things like you lose money, you lose pocket change, you lose a sock and then it gets really fucking crazy where they kill you. Oh, my God. (laughs) But they can also be really friendly. Like if you're polite to them and you respect nature and you respect their home, then it's all good. They can do bring good fortune to you. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't have good fortune, because when I get drunk, I turn into a pit bull. (laughs) I just just be pissing outside everywhere. You're like everywhere. You're marking your territory. You mark the town. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, girl. <laughs> yeah, so I I know it's like more prevalent in your culture. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I believe in doing this. Um, the way you say it so much, I don't know. I don't think I. I'm scared. I I'm scared for you. I'm gonna go home and sage. It's so funny because we call also a duende. Oh, you! Oh my god! Oh, I am the baby. We say little duende. <laughs> I'm so scared now. <laughs> we're spooking ourselves. I no, I literally wasn't spooked out all this Halloween until today. <laughs> I mean, we we're getting into like very like supernatural discussions. No, yeah. No, but the real horror is gas prices. No, literally. Anyways, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that concludes our supernatural discussion. Uh, please reach out to us. Let us know what you guys think. You believe in witches and ghosts and, and duendes. duendes. If you have any supernatural stories mm-hmm. that you want to tell us, yeah, because um, I want to know if people have personal experiences. I would love to hear some, like a ghost some, story. Yeah, I would love to hear some ghost stories, some spirit stories, some supernatural stories from you guys. DM uh, us, comment. I'd love to know because we yeah. don't have any. I had a few, but I think less now. I think more more now that I'm accepting of, you know, these yeah. spirits, I don't think I have as much interactions. Mm-hmm. Now on to a more horror, um, scarier. This is actually scary. Yeah, this is, this is very our scary. Because this personal experiences yeah. with this. On to like a more scary, um, eerie kind of horror in like people's day-to-day lives. It's more prevalent and common. Uh, some people actually face this a lot more, and I yeah. feel like... When I experience this, it is the most scary, like the most scariest thing I've ever experienced. It's, it's literally awful. It's literally a horror. It's horror. It's an actual horror movie. It's an actual horror movie. We're talking uh, about sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. So let's get into this because there are three different types. I, we did some research. We, we did some research. There are a few different types of sleep paralysis. How many are there, Danielle? There's three different three. types of sleep paralysis hallucinations that most people have and if you've never had sleep paralysis then you're going to learn a little something today yeah don't get spooked out what's the first one the first one is called intruder hallucinations okay an intruder hallucination describes seeing or otherwise sensing something threatening in your bedroom like a dangerous person or a menacing presence this type of hallucination often occurs alongside um another hallucination which we're going to get into next but hold on time out we didn't describe what sleep paralysis is 
Sleep paralysis is basically the in-between stage of your um, REM sleep and when you're regaining consciousness and waking up. Correct. It's like a middle ground where you're half asleep and half awake and you can have these hallucinations. And they're caused by a lot of things, um, but mainly it's lack of sleep, anxiety, narcolepsy, things like that will cause you to have these hallucinations. But intruder hallucination is is the first type of sleep paralysis. That's when you see somebody. Yeah, a... sensing something threatening in your bedroom yeah. like a dangerous person or a menacing presence literal horror movie literally insidious yeah this shit's actually scary and it's like slowly creeping up on you it looks like the grim reaper <sighs> have you ever had this happen to you um let's get into the rest because okay. we'll get into our stories okay so the second type of sleep paralysis is called incubus hallucinations Um, during this type of hallucination, a person may feel like they are suffocating or that something is pressing on their chest. So the the article says that this one, the one where it feels like you're suffocating or someone is pressing on your chest is often paired with the intruder hallucination where you see you're sensing something threatening. Yeah. So it's both at the same time, which sounds like a fucking nightmare. That sounds god awful. And then the last type of sleep paralysis is called the vestibular motor hallucination. A vestibular motor hallucination involves imagined sensations in the body, including movement, out-of-body experiences, or feelings of bliss. Fuck. I didn't know it could go good. I didn't know it was like a great thing to do. Yeah, I've never had a good sleep paralysis moment. Me neither. (laughs) So I will say when it comes down to these three, I definitely have had the first two together Mm -hmm. and first like separately. So Mm. the first time I've ever had sleep paralysis, I was like 16 years old. Um, It was back on my house in Oliver's. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, being, I was asleep on, I think it usually, you have to be sleeping on your back. Yes. You have to be sleeping on your back. Sleeping on your back or your stomach. It's like when you're sleeping like, no, it is mostly on the back. Yeah, I don't right? think you can sleep. I don't think you get sleep paralysis sleeping on your side. I have. Oh, not on the side. I seen um. I seen a video. Somebody actually did like a little muscle tutorial, like stretch exercise, to where it, you can kind of activate it. Edgar tried that. I tried it and it worked. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was horrible. Ew. Anyway, anyways, anyways. So the first time that I had sleep paralysis, um, it was. I don't know if you remember, but um, in my bedroom growing up. My bedroom was kind of like this. It was like, it was gray walls. It was uh, dark. White trim. And then it was like a dark gray. Mm -hmm. And then I had a black wall, Mm -hmm. a black chalk wall. Mm -hmm. And so um, I remember at the corner next to my mirror, I'm looking because my bed was on, you know, like the far right side Mm -hmm. and the mirror was on the far left or lower left side. And so I remember waking up, not being able to breathe. I couldn't move my body. Oh, my God. My eyes were shaking back and forth. And I seen um, like a a black blob body, whatever it was, in the corner of my room. Oh, my God. And so, like, I started, like, freaking out. And I was, like, I started crying. <gasps> but, like, you, you can't move. You can't do anything. So, like, mm-hmm. my, my, like, my tears were just coming down. And so, I think I was stuck like that for, like, 30 minutes. <gasps> scary 30 minutes it was horrible and then eventually i kind of like i was having a panic attack and then eventually (gasps) i like forced myself to go to sleep oh my god yeah so um that was the first time i ever had it i remember it so clearly um 
and I feel like I have more of like the second one, like on a on a regular basis of not being able to like breathe. Like you feel like somebody's suffocating like or something. Suffocating on your chest. you. I feel like I have that mm-hmm. um, more. But what about you? I've only experienced sleep paralysis one time. And it was really really scary. So I was actually, it was back at home in the 530 (laughs) at my dad's house and I was laying on my stomach. I was sleeping on my stomach. And I remember this because what I had experienced was incubus hallucination where it feels like something was like pressing down on me. Yeah. I didn't, thank God, I didn't have an intruder hallucination where I was sensing a threatening presence. Mm -hmm. But so what had happened was I was laying on my stomach. I don't, it was dark obviously it was in my bedroom I was laying down on my bed stomach down and I remember feeling somebody laying on top of me like parallel to me mm-hmm. like they were laying down on top of yes, my body yes. and I could feel them start at the leg I felt the sensation start in the leg like pressure of someone laying down like they were slowly laying down on me like starting with the legs and then the butt and then the back and then the head like slowly laying their bodies like flat mm-hmm. on mine And I remember like I couldn't move. I couldn't scream. I couldn't talk. But I remember wanting to scream. And I remember I opened my mouth like I could open my mouth and I couldn't hear anything. And I didn't know if I screamed or not. I don't to this day. I don't know if I actually screamed. Like I don't know if I was awake. Sleep paralysis, they say, is like an in-between stage where you're half asleep and half awake. Yeah. I don't know if I screamed or not. But I remember my head was facing towards my door of my bedroom and I remember opening my mouth to scream and I didn't hear anything come out, but I wasn't sure if I had screamed or not. Oh my God. And then I still felt this pressure and I was like kind of freaking out because I felt hands like going across the back of my body, like feel like touching me and pressure, putting pressure down. And I was like, Oh, I was freaking out. I was like, Oh my God. And then my, my door opened and I saw my dad, like standing there and he was just like peeking in to like see if I was okay and I wanted to say something to him like I could see him and I couldn't say anything like I couldn't open my mouth I couldn't do anything no I I literally remember him opening the door and then closing the door and to this day I don't know if that actually happened or if I dreamed that like I don't know if my dad actually came in because he heard me scream or what but he like opened the door I, I saw him and I could I wanted to say something but I couldn't and then he just closed the door and I don't remember how I got out of it. I think it just went away or I fell back into like my deep sleep. Yeah, that's usually what happens. So like when I, yeah, when I haven't had it as much now, but usually now when I do have sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. um, I literally just have to like tell myself, okay, you're having sleep paralysis. Wow. Relax. Mm-hmm. Go back to sleep. Ugh. And it's worked. Ugh. The last one I will say now, now that I'm reading back at the last one I've had, I have had this before where it says um, the vestibular Mm -hmm. motor hallucinations. It Mm -hmm. says involves imagined sensations in the body, including movement and out of body experiences. So I've never had it feeling bliss, but I have had to where I, um, I woke up and my hands felt like they were enlarged. So do you remember, so do you remember like in that so Raven, that episode when she eats like, I think like peanuts or something and she, and she blows blows up. up. Yeah. I always reference that. Mm-hmm. I've had those types of like sleep paralysis sensations where so weird. Where it literally feels like my hands are heavy and they like look big. Wow. Yeah. So I've had that before, mm-hmm. but I think maybe I'm just restless. 
Yeah. That's what it is. That's what they, like, the main reason why people have sleep paralysis is because of anxiety and lack of sleep. I should be having sleep paralysis so every night. <laughs> exactly. So Literally. things we both have all t- all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that that's crazy. Oh, my God. You poor thing. I would. <laughs> I'm like, now I know how to get out of it. But I'm, I'm like, I can only imagine like you like it's just like a little I can only explain it. Like, that's why when my cat like I'm sleeping and my cat walks on me mm-hmm. while I'm sleeping, that shit creeps me the fuck out. It was just like I and the weird part, like I couldn't turn around to see. I couldn't move my head. Mm-hmm. Like all I could see was my door. Like. And oh, I, wa- I and like no. the my dad was there and I don't know if I I really want to ask him I hope he listens to this and I can ask him be like maybe he did hear you scream I don't know that's what I'm saying maybe I did scream because he he would never like just come in and check in on me like that like I was like 16 or 15 when this happened so I don't I have no idea but I haven't had as bad of experiences as like my sister Danica she would ha- she's had sleep paralysis like twice that I know of and both times it was scary it was more so the first one the intruder hallucination so she's laying down on her back she's told me this before and she sees like a hand like a very large hand with long yeah. fingers come or it's like a figure in the corner and it's yeah a, and it, she's it's always me, the figure in the corner she's told me she's like it literally just stares at her forever she said it's literally just staring at her the entire time i don't know i think i'd have a heart attack i cannot That's what it feels imagine like imagine how terrifying it is like luck thank god i didn't see anything i don't think i would have slept if i saw it oh no yeah i've seen a figure in the corner multiple times no i i'm thank god my brain can't fathom now that. i'm like nah good night no good night i'm like get you the said, fuck out of my house anyways hey, i'm going back to you bed you don't pay rent get out <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not dealing with that's this that's crazy but that's true it's like it's like a real life horror in itself i mean obviously it's a, that's like insidious the, the hallucinations mm-hmm. it's very insidious I want to know the science behind that. We're not going to get into that because we don't know shit about that. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's like that's very scary. Like that's way more scarier than any costume. Yeah, than any, any movie. House. Being mm-hmm. mentally trapped. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Being mentally trapped, like locked, is what it is. Yeah, locked in by your own and conscious. Yeah, I think it's just crazy. That's wild. Like that's that's very eerie. I bet people have these crazy sleep paralysis I stories. I know. Oh, I know. Tell us about it. Tell us your sleep tell paralysis stories. Tell us stories. your sleep paralysis stories. I want to be spooked. I want to be no, scared. No, I'm already spooked. <laughs> I'm, I'm already spooked. Okay, let's go on to something more lighthearted. <laughs> let's talk about some fun Halloween stories. We okay. were talking We were talking about a little scary. Our followers are a little scared right now. They, if they haven't logged off after the witch stuff, I don't know what we're still doing here. Thanks for sticking by. Thanks yeah. for being brave. Demon. Stop. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I need a sage. I just felt something tickle my ear. Stop. No, I'm just kidding. It was also his hair. Relax. <laughs> okay, on to our next segment. Halloween stories. This should be fun. Yeah, we're going to talk about some fun, like fun, little funny Halloween moments mm-hmm. going out. I think we both have some similar, or at least similar locations. Mm-hmm. They both happened at the same club. <laughs> so I'll start. Um okay. My Halloween story was back in 2019. It's, this was right before the pandemic. This was October before, I think before they really announced COVID. So that Halloween before COVID, I was so skinny. Like I had, <laughs> I had just lost 50 pounds. I was hot. My body was banging. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I want to dress up like a whore this year. Uh-huh. And I want to do something cute. And so... I wasn't 21 at the time, so for those of you people who um, live in L.A., me and my friends were like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to go to the Halloween party. 
uh, that the Globe throws every year in downtown, mm-hmm. the in Globe downtown. in downtown. Mm-hmm. And that year, it was Shoreline Mafia and Quavo performing. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, fun. Like, I want to dress up like something fun. Um, and then I almost want to say I wanted, I almost dressed up like Willy Wonka. Actually. That would have been cute. Yeah. Anyways. So I'm asking my bestie. I'm like, all right, come on. This is um, this was shortly after the other guy moved out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so me and Miguel, I was like, oh, like, yeah, come on. He's like, no, dog. Like, I don't want to dress up. Like he was feeling very down, very homesick. And somehow it came to the conclusion that the only way he would come out with us is if he got to dress up like Bad Bunny and I was J Balvin. What to, the? Yeah, like that. that's what it, the conclusion came to. He was like, I'll only go out if I can dress up as Bad Bunny and you dress up as J Balvin. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and the girls dressed up as nuns, of course. Cute. They came over to my house. And you know how like when you buy a nun costume from the Halloween store, it's like down to your ankles. Yeah. And it's like, it's down to your like, what is it? Your wrist. Your wrist, and it's all covered. So they came to my house. I cut it up like I'm some fucking Ed Hardy shit. Cute. And so got the tits showing, ass was showing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I dressed up. I don't, you really can't dress up as J Balvin. Do you know who J Balvin is? Yeah. Okay, you, ra- you can't really dress up as J Balvin. If anything, it's like his colorful hair. Yeah. And like his colorful, um, like, what is it? Like his outfits. Like, he did a collab with guests, and it was, like, clown outfits, and it was not cute. So (laughs) I did – I put on, like, this vest, and I put on, like, this lime green shirt, and then I dyed my hair pink, um, and – what's it called? I dyed my hair pink, and then I did Miguel's makeup. Um, I gave him like a little Bad Bunny like widow speak and shit. Like he looked like Bad Bunny. That's cute. I Wait, gave him. I, I gave him like one pictures. of. I gave him one of my cute shirts. Oh, I have a picture. I I'll need a picture you. of this. I need a visualization. Yeah, it's not cute at all. But oh. so he looked like Bad Bunny because he has a big forehead like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> and so um, we did that, and then I just like put on this little vest. Anyways, in conclusion, so we ended up going to this club in downtown. And I'm always the driver. No matter what, I am always a driver of my friend group. So I'm driving and everybody else is drinking. They were drinking four locos. They were taking shots. Um, the downside about this story is that we did not buy the pre-access pass. So it's like if you get there before 10 o'clock, you get in free. Mm-hmm. But if you bought like the pass, then you like go to this special line and like you get in before. And I think UCLA was hosting that that night. Okay. So the back entrance was for USC, actually. USC was hosting that night. So we were like, the wait was like two, three hours long. We ended up getting there at 1 a.m. We got there like at 11 and we didn't get until 1 a.m. 1? Yes. And so we were like, all right, fuck it. Let's sneak in the back where um, USC is going through. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll just say we're, we're from USC. And so we ended up going through the alley. And if you know anything about these alleys in fucking downtown. I've never been through one. Piss, shit, dips, <laughs> potholes. And Needles. So, yeah. So anyways, we're running. We're like running to the back of the alley to get mm-hmm. in. And basically, my, all of my friends are fucked up. I'm not fucked up. All of my friends are shit faced. And my friend Rosa, she was walking right behind me. And one minute 
she's walking and the next minute all i feel is somebody pull the back of my jacket and bring me down (laughs) and i and she pulled me down like i literally fell to the floor so what had happened was she like walked in a pothole and she rolled and like she like scraped her whole fucking outfit like busted her like her sleeves um and she like hella fell and scraped herself and she was like on the floor laying on the floor for like a good couple of minutes and it was funny because i cut her outfit so her ass was showing and she was on the floor and i was on the floor too and like my whole outfit was ripped because i was wearing a vest so she ripped my whole vest damn yeah and basically i think it was like raining before so Mm -hmm. she was wet i was wet um and then miguel he walks to the back entrance for the usc these motherfuckers have wristbands and uh, we don't have wristbands. Uh-oh. So we did all of this and then we went inside and or we went back to the front line and we waited even longer. In conclusion, we went inside 1 a.m. We seen Quavo and Shoreline Mafia. Was and it I, good? It was okay. Yeah? It was okay. They were all blacked out. They don't remember anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like, it was wild. I will say it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um I thought I was cute, but, like, nobody got my outfit. Nobody knew what I was. Of course, yeah. They were like, oh, you're Osuna or you're Maluma. In the ballpark, okay. I'm like, why? Because they're all brown? (laughs) Yeah, and everybody was like, everybody was telling me, go, oh, my God, your bad bunny outfit's so cool. Damn. This is not, and I was like, yeah. You said I should have done that. I wanted to be a whore. You put all that effort in for what? I was literally wearing cargo pants. uh, So Miguel could have done it by himself. He didn't need you. I was covered, yeah. Anyways. So that was my little Halloween story. It wasn't anything <laughs> crazy, but I just remember like it was the funniest shit ever because this bitch rolled in the alley and I also rolled. She said, with if her. I'm going down, I'm taking you down no, with me. No, like she fucking pulled me down like <laughs> on linebacker shit. Like she she fucking threw my ass to the floor. <laughs> so I thought I was all cute and shit, and then I fucking I got like mud shit, piss and shit Ew. like that. I probably got fucking hepatitis B or something. Gross. I swear. Yeah. It was horrible. That's nasty. That's my Halloween story. All right. What about you? Funny enough, my Halloween story is also surrounding downtown and the Globe, the Globe Theater. So it was my first Halloween in college. It was 2018. So um, we were literally in the dorms. I lived in the dorms. We were getting ready. It was me and my, my college friends. And... Our only friend who had a car was going to drive us from Long Beach all the way to downtown to go to a YG concert at the Globe. That's what we decided to do on Halloween night. We're like, we're grown. We're too grown for frat parties. Like, let's go to a concert in downtown. So that's what we did. And our one friend who lived off of campus, she had a car, so she drove us. She had this stick shift two-door car. I don't remember what car it was. Um, And she was getting better at stick shift she wasn't the best at stick oh shift. she didn't even know how to drive stick shift like 100 percent. yeah oh no and that was apparent because on the way there we we hit somebody on the freeway we literally got into a, a little minor fender bender on the freeway and honestly it wasn't her fault she actually saved us because it could have been a lot worse but the car in front of us like braked way too fast way too hard and she literally pulled the emergency brake up on the freeway so that we wouldn't crash into the car in front of us. And it saved our lives. Oh, my God. Like, we were fine. And then the guy behind us wasn't as fast as she was, so he bummed us a little bit. <gasps> but honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, it was really close traffic, but I don't know why we're going What so freeway fast. was this? Was this 110, the 10? The 110. I was mm-hmm. going to say, oh, my God, the 10. Yeah. Or the 110. You the said 110. 110 or the 10? The 110. 
Oh and my God. We yeah, were literally damn. coming into downtown. So that had happened. And Wait. luckily, like nothing crazy had happened to the car or us. Like it was literally just like a little bump. And we bumped the guy in front of us, the guy behind us. No, oh we didn't hit the guy in front of us because she pulled her brake hella, like really fast. The guy behind us bumped us, but she was chill. Like she was like, hey, like, it's what okay. do I, why do I feel like this is a story about your friend Sophia driving? Sophia, it wasn't Sophia. She gives me that energy. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Sophia. (laughs) Like, I feel like her doing stick shift and using the e-brake and having a cigarette in her hand. I feel like that's so Sophia energy. Literally, right? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. No, but we were okay. Like, the guy, like, she went out the car. We pulled over because he hit us. Oh, my God. And it wasn't that bad, though. Like, we were fine. Um, And she... Went out the car, my friend who was driving, and they literally, like, I saw in the rearview mirror, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be a thing. I saw in the rearview mirror, they literally high-fived, and then she came back in. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And she's like, oh, like, there was, she was like, we're good? And the guy was like, yeah, like, I don't see any damage. Are you guys okay? She's like, yeah, we're good. And they were like, okay, cool. And they high-fived, and we just went to the car. I love that. Yeah, it was so, thank God, it wasn't anything crazy. So we get to downtown, we park the car in a parking structure, we walk over to the Globe, and we have to stand in line because... We have to wait for the doors to open, obviously, mm-hmm. um, which was fine. You know, downtown's a little sketchy. So we were we were huddled close and thankfully we were the first ones there. So we were pretty close to security. Oh, so you were there like at nine o'clock. We were there early. So I think I forgot what time doors open. Doors open like at nine. Exactly. Like at 9 p.m., right? 9, 30, 10, I think. It was at, I remember it was at nine because once we got in, it was, you know, the Globe is a really nice theater. We get in. Yeah. We're, we're excited. It's everyone's just standing. There's no seats for the concert. Literally just a stage and then this giant ballroom. You can buy like a little fucking viewing Upstairs bro- in the mess. Yeah. yeah. We should have done that because YG didn't come out. We were there at 9 p.m., Until like right? 2 a.m. 12 we were oh, standing and the and the worst part was like everybody was crowded to the front and pushing because they kept expecting yg to come out like every five minutes yeah because so the dj we would be like there. y'all ready for yg yeah yeah, yeah. y'all fucking, ready for yg the djs were literally like doing twerking contests for three hours and like just hyping us up and i was like dude bring out this fucking dude like it's yeah. been three hours so we were in this crowd like huddled anticipating somebody who wasn't coming for three hours straight then when this fucker comes out he sings three songs and then leaves i believe it it was i was so mad i was pissed he had a he had a fly out to papa's and beer (laughs) i was angry i was so mad i just wanted to go home and never think about think about that night again oh my god but um yeah i literally all of that effort time car accident waiting in line standing in a crowd for three hours sweating like there was a bunch of people around and and, and it's a yg concert the crowd's not going to be you know nice or you know get like everyone's pretty on edge and crazy over there um yeah it was a mess it was not fun i hated it oh my god every I'm single sorry. halloween I'm, i get reminded i talk to my friend rosie about it i'm like do you remember when yg that sucked it's literally PTSD. I've seen YG like six times. Yeah. I'm I'm not down for it ever again. Don't invite me out to see YG <laughs> on Halloween night ever again. Don't invite me out to the Globe. L- literally. No, that's, that's all it is. I think that's the moral of the story. That's all it is. The moral Don't of this the entire episode. Happy Halloween. Don't go to the Globe on Halloween. It, all it is is because people who are not 21, that's the only place you can go to in LA. Yeah, we were 18 at the time. 19. Yeah. Yeah. That and the Abbey, but nobody's going to go to the Abbey. No, 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 no. So, in conclusion, if you are under the age of 21, do not go to the Globe. Don't go to the Globe. Unless if you're paying the bouncer to cut the line and get in, which I've done. You have? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless if you're not paying the bouncer, do not go. 
There's a bunch of fucking creepers in there. Yeah, it was it was weird it was vibes. very creepy. I didn't like it. Well, but that my costume was cute though. Huh? My costume was. What cute, was your though. costume? I was a Victoria's Secret angel. Ooh, it was hot. Slut. Slut. Yeah. But yeah, that's our episode, guys. That, that concludes our Halloween stories. It was the right amount of spooky, fun, and still very opinionated, yeah, which is definitely. on brand for us. Definitely. So. Yeah, please. thanks for listening, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Please make sure to tune in next week. Um, Follow us on all our socials. All of Everything our social is at, at President's Club Podcast. Make sure to stream our podcast. Leave us reviews. Rate us. Um, and then we will see you next week. Meeting, Meeting adjourned. adjourned. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>